Welcome to the BD1 Podcast. This is Mike. I'm here at uh, the beautiful uh, workout facilities of uh, Acceleration at YB Slow. I've got a special guest with me today, Judd. Judd, say hello. How's it going? Uh, we're here today to, to talk about uh, YB Slow Acceleration um, as a place, a facility where I brought Zachary to as a freshman at 6'3", 185 pounds, uncoordinated. And these are the guys who take um, uncoordinatedness, if that's a word, and straighten it out. And, and I, you're better to talk about it than I am. What, what is YB Slow? I guess if I had to sum it up in uh, one word, it would be speed. Um, you know, speed is the deciding factor in almost all sports out there, and, and we focus on speed. And, and there's a lot of different things that go into speed, obviously. Um, so, I mean, that, a bit, that falls under a really big umbrella. And uh, it's really varied, and sometimes it's coordination, sometimes it's strength and power. A lot of times it's biomechanics, like how the athlete's moving, striking the ground, tempo and rhythm. But if you want to narrow it down to what we do and what we focus on the most is speed training. And it's what you told me in the beginning was low man wins and getting Zachary where he was had some speed and was getting low was just paramount, especially in the big guys. Absolutely. So, well, that's cool. Uh, what, you just didn't jump in here. You uh, you've got an impressive background and, I, and a, a, what is your background? What's your credentials? So somebody comes in here. And, you know, you just didn't go to Cracker Jacks and get your, uh, your certification here that, hey, I know how to run, so I'm going to teach people. Talk a bit about your back history and your, you're also military, as I see. Uh, and I thank you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. So uh, talk a little bit about your background. Uh, I have a, uh, you know, a college football background. I played at Truman State, which is a Division II in Missouri. Had a successful career there. Um, you know, I was an exercise science physiology major while in college. You know, I got out, I just went the, uh, um, the personal trainer route, you know, and worked in a big box gym, paid my dues there for a couple of years. And then, uh, you know, about 2007, the war in Iraq wasn't going well. You know, I was living the life in California, started to feel kind of guilty and wasn't doing my part. So I left all that and joined the military and I served as an infantry officer in the uh, 10th Mountain Division and 3rd Ranger Battalion for about five years. Incredible. Got out and then uh, decided to go back into the uh, the training realm, and I was a fitness director at another box gym for a couple years before Matt, uh, Matt is the owner of Acceleration here, found my resume online and uh, came out, did an interview, and then I began to learn all about speed training, you know, and even though I had a background in the science and I knew some of the biomechanics, I didn't know a lot at that time about what went into speed training. And a lot of trainers think they do, but they really don't. Um, and so starting about 2012, you know, Matt began to show me the ropes, started doing a lot of research on my own and, and investigating and practical application, working with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of clients on and learned how to become an effective speed coach. And I, and I got to tell you, it, it, it did wonders of what you did to Zach. I mean, that big load. Uh, and what I've seen you do with other kids is, is phenomenal. And I, and I got a lot of respect for you and even, even more so, I mean, knowing about your bad, I had no idea about your military background. That's impressive. Well, Zach, I mean, I, I give Zach a lot of credit. Zach's a great kid, and uh, he actually wasn't that uncoordinated. Uh, he was just a big kid, and he had to <laughs> learn how to move all that weight around effectively, but he was a great kid to work with. I appreciate that. What is the, it, and coming in here, because I did the same thing, Fino, remember Fino? Absolutely. Yeah. His dad is the one who led me to you guys, and he was a receiver or defensive end with, like Travis, 
But uh, we came in here, and I had my misconceptions of what this place was going to be. But what is the what is the most common misconceptions that parents and athletes will have when they walk through this door? I think a lot of times I think it's going to be a workout, and you know, I mean that is part of the nature of it. But I think it's going to be a workout, and they don't understand fully the science and instruction and the mental aspect of what we do. And their kids are already physically exhausted. I mean, they hard practice, um, you know hard weightlifting programs at the high schools and the last thing a kid needs is another workout so um, I don't think they're prepared for the in-depth how in-depth we go into the science and biomechanics of what it goes into performing on the field so this goes back to what we talk about in some of our other podcasts of this is part of the dedication process now financially of course from the parents but you alluded to the fact of especially get into a program like Lake Travis or Westlake Allen and just for these regional areas here uh, coming off those long and hard practices and then coming in, you're not going to cut them slack. And you've never cut, I've never seen you cut anybody slack. So it goes to the dedication part as well. So you want kids to come in here, don't have that slough attitude. We have high expectations. Um, it's not just physical with them. A lot of it's mental. Um, you know, a lot of kids have the physical capabilities, but they don't have some of the mental attributes to focus on rep by rep and drill by drill sometimes it gets a little monotonous and uh you know i think bruce lee said uh don't fear the man that's practiced ten thousand things fear the man that's practiced one thing ten thousand times and <laughs> that's great you know sometimes you have to just <laughs> do the work and it's it's mentally grueling to focus on the small things done repetitively until it's perfect muscle memory you know practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes perfect what is it, uh, somebody comes in here, what's their typical process? I mean, because they all have, the, the, like I said, the misconceptions, and they have their needs which you and their desires, what they want to do, which I understand you guys take that into account, but uh, the program that you're going to take them through is totally different. But what's the process of a new client? We come in here, and somebody comes in here to YB Slow, which is a great facility. It's one of, I, I tell you guys, it's like one of these gyms in the Bronx or New York. It's just raw. And you know when you come in here, it just, it just you're going to work. So uh, be prepared. But what's, what's, one of the, what's the normal walkthrough? Let's go through a walkthrough. We signed up, and here we are. So what are you going to do with me? First thing we do is we form a bond with the kid right off the bat. Every kid is special. Every kid has something about them that deserves attention. You know, we let that kid know that we're not just another coach that's going to yell instructions at him. You know, I show interest in the kid, find out kind of what makes him tick first. You know, there's a mental aspect to everything. What, what's that kid's motivation? What he likes, what he doesn't like. And, and, and we'll start going through some of the drills while we talk about stuff about the kids personally and find a way to reach that kid. And then, you know, after that, it's just a very simple combine. Um, and I'll have them do simple things like squats, not with weight, but body weight squats and lunges and things like that. And I can see how a kid can move just with really basic things and some things they need to work on physically without telling him what I'm looking for. And then it's just a simple combine. I have them do a 10-yard 10, 10 sprint, uh, pro agility, three-cone, 40, broad jump, vertical jump. We have an amazing machine here called the 1080 Sprint that measures power output. We hook them up to so we can get some data right there. We video time everything so we get really precise data and just figure out quantitatively where we're starting from, you know? That's, um, that's awesome. Uh, the, so coming in here, these, these – Clients cannot expect, say, well, I'm going to do two sessions with Judd and see if it helps. I think that's, that is the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. I mean, you, can't, you can't build a house in a day. Yeah, I mean? exactly. So 
All right, let's say for our listeners, because you know, Judd, it is one thing that I'm very conscious about with, with our platform that we're building. You know, the recruiting industry is a, you know, billions of dollars industry every year that these parents and athletes are spending, so that's what we're trying to attack. But let's say I can't afford the fee to come in here. What, what can a student do, a student athlete who has the heart, the desire, what can they do to, to at least maybe start a program to eventually to, to hopefully one day they'll come into a system like this, but they're sitting at home, what can they do? There's a lot of tools if you have a discerning eye online that you can use. There's a lot of good information online. Everybody thinks they know what they're talking about, um, but you can find some guys online and on YouTube that can really break down movement to a, a, to an exact science. And you know what I would do is to start small and perfect things in pieces and build on that into the whole. Like, I don't take a kid and try to teach him how to be a better football player in the first day. I teach him how to dorsiflex. And then I teach him how to keep a closed shin ankle. I teach him how to sync up an arm uh, swing, an arm drive properly with dorsiflexion and a closed shin ankle. And then we make sure those small things are perfect in a controlled environment before moving on. I'm not throwing tennis balls at them right off the bat and creating a chaotic environment to try to get some kind of sports specificity. You know, the, so my advice to them was like, get perfect at the small things first and build on that. And you know, it's, and, and that, it takes a lot of focus and willingness for repetition and consistency. It's like, how do you eat an elephant? Exactly, One I use that analogy all the time. Do you One remember the story of Moses Malone took on Charles Barkley? And Charles Barkley was new in the NBA with the Philadelphia 76ers, and he was about 80 pounds overweight. And Moses has the same attitude that you have, Judd, and I applaud that. But Moses Malone started working out with Charles. And, and uh, so instead of telling him, dude, you got to lose 80 pounds, he told Charles, look, let's, let's, lose, 80, let's lose 10 pounds. you got to lose Absolutely. 10 pounds. Absolutely. And they did this for about eight weeks. And then Charles told him, he said, you know, why, uh, why don't you just tell me I needed to lose the 80 pounds? He said, because you'd have never done it. And it's the exactly. same thing. If, if people saw what you were going to, what your end result was going to be, Judd, and Absolutely. what it was going to take to get there, they'd never do it. Absolutely. It, because it's that mind over matter that's too hard. And, and uh, so that, I applaud you for that. But. You know, we focus such on the small things here that sometimes you have to go back and remind these kids where they came from because they forget. Like, you know, and every day is a grind. Every day we're trying to take a hundredth of a second off. Every day we're trying to get just one degree of angle better in, in their in their competitive edge and you know it's the small fight and and sometimes they'll go a month without seeing progress and i gotta go back and point to them out like hey a year ago you were a second slower in your 40 man you know i mean every day it's a small battle we gotta win wow and there's no telling what they did with their 10 second time within that 40 yeah a lot and a lot of kids don't understand it yeah you got a great 40 time but the inside of that what the coaches are looking at is what's your 10 yard time Absolutely. So that's pretty cool. But one of the things all this leads to, Judd, and what we're doing at BD1 is is the recruiting, helping to educate parents, building a D1 prospect, helping to educate the parents and the student athlete. I always say that student athlete, you got to be a student first. I mean, these coaches now are taking these grades serious. But but how many times do you get asked about recruiting? Uh, quite often, actually, yeah. Quite often, uh, recommendations a, a lot. They ask for recommendations quite often. Yeah, and 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 it's really not. It's not which. I mean, it's it's not your deal. And not it's, at all. Yeah. It's not your, and it's not the coach's deal. 
Not and it's one thing that we profess, and the one thing that we're really adamant about is keeping these parents focused on their on their athletes. Don't worry about little Johnny. Don't worry about who else they're competing against. Uh, concentrate on like what you're saying, the small things. Get those right. Get their grades right. And I think everything else will will take care of itself. So, you know, staying focused. Uh, and if you can't afford something like uh, you know extracurricular coaches. Um, you know, I pinched and scraped and saved and do everything I could to get him over here and as well as uh, with Tony Johnson, uh, his private position coach. But um, you always have to train to have that competitive edge because we handle what we call, um, you know, the data analytics side of it. Uh, you guys handle the physiological side of it. So um, I greatly appreciate that. Man, I really appreciate you being here. And again, I'm honored to be here. Uh, you know, what you've done for our country and what you're doing for these kids, it's, uh, it's amazing. So, and hopefully as we evolve at BD1, uh, we'll get you and Acceleration to help us with some of the camps that we've got planned. And, and, uh, and speaking of that, let me back up a second. One thing I note in one of our other podcasts, and we're going to have another one here shortly about choosing the camps, Zachary went to what I call the cattle calls. Um, you know, there were 550, 600 kids at these camps. You had quarterbacks, receivers, defensive backs, fullbacks, linemen, everybody. And there wasn't really much training. One thing that we really profess is that you really focus on your position. So Zachary went to the O-line challenges. We went to one of these, what I call the cattle calls, and most of the universities will have them. But, you know, really focus on your position and what you're doing. And if you're a receiver, Judd, be a receiver. Don't look at... You had Charlie Brewer in here working out. You got a receiver there. Well, maybe that quarter, he wants to be a quarterback. No, you're a receiver. Mm -hmm. Stay focused on what you do because now you're in high school, and now it's just going to get tougher from here on out. You have to prove yourself every year, especially when you get into the collegiate level. And it's all about getting to that next level and playing. And if you can get a scholarship, you played. I mean, how difficult was it for you? Went to a D2. Is that, how did that affect you emotionally going to a D2 school? Ooh. Uh, I, I had kind of a different experience. I came from a really small town in Missouri, and, you know, in my school, no one got recruited. And, you know, the only reason I got recruited is because we happened to play a bigger school one week, and the Truman guy that came to watch another kid happened to see me and, uh, you know, gave, that gave me a look. Yeah, for me, it, there was no plan to go to play in college. It was an entirely different experience than, than what these kids are having to go through. My, my dad didn't even know that they gave athletic scholarships because he didn't play sports in high school. He was from a small town. You know, as a country boy, went to. I think he graduated like six people in his grade, and uh, you know the the recruiter started calling me. He's like, "Why are they calling you?" And I was like, "Well, I might get some money to, for college, Dad." And he's like, "They're gonna give you money to play football?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." So I had an entirely <laughs> different experience, you know. And I see the pressure these kids are on and under today. And, and you know what? It's almost a disservice to some of them because I got to play just for the pure joy of playing football. And you know, I'm gonna tell kids too, like you know, take out of football the positives of what it gives you in life and it's not just money for college and it's not just fame and playing in front of a huge crowd and, and the glory you get from being a star it's the benefits that are gonna that that can affect you for the rest of your life as far as learning how to be part of a team learning how to persevere and overcome adversity you know like football like, can be a wonderful sport um, it can be a huge benefit a lifelong benefit to the people that play it and uh you know i just encourage kids like you know that's the first thing i ask kids too and i was like do you like playing football i mean like honestly just tell me do you like football yeah and then something like that ah, not really well we're gonna struggle then man you know 
Yeah. Yeah, first of all, you got to love the sport you play. Absolutely. You know? And sometimes we, we kind of sap the love out of things, you know, like in the military. I mean, I, you think jumping out of an airplane would be so much fun. In the military, they sapped all the fun out of that. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's like, oh, how fun was it jumping out of an airplane? I hated it. It was boring. You sat on a tarmac for five hours, you know, they got screamed at. Yeah, like, uh, so I mean, like, you know, sometimes we zap the fun out of the sport and that has a detrimental impact on performance for these athletes. You can't, you know, it's hard to excel something you don't like doing. So, you know, one thing too is, is it, is we work a lot on mindset here and, and encouraging the right mindset. Hey, don't try to be perfect on Friday. Go and have fun. Go and have fun and, 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 and soak every ounce of life you can out of that game because no matter how good you are, it's going to be over before you know it. I know I kind of got sidetracked. No, that, right but it falls in line with what we're what we're professing. We talk about in one of our other podcasts, Judd, that it's a conversation that the student athlete needs to have with their parent. Do you really want to play? Absolutely. And then that that student athlete really needs to go and talk to that coach, saying, "Hey, I'm really in this for the right reasons. I'm here for the team. Uh, you know, uh, it's not the eye game for me." What can I do to help better myself? And the coach is going to have a tremendous amount of respect for you coming to him like that. But you're exactly right. Do you want to play this game? Because you're going to get hurt if you don't. Absolutely. I mean, you really are going to get hurt. So. Absolutely. But we're going to have Judd back uh, on hopefully another couple of podcasts, and we're going to have Matt and some of the other trainers. But, man, I greatly appreciate you doing this. It means a lot to me. Uh, it means a lot to the BD1 organization, and, and especially these student athletes that are out there that are struggling that are trying to get better and what they can do. So I uh, appreciate you being out here, man. It was my pleasure. It's an honor to get to do this. I really believe in what you guys are doing. Well, thank you very much. I want to thank Judd for uh, being on our program today. If you want to check him out at uh, www.ybslow.com, it's Acceleration Performance Labs. These guys are great, and they're dedicated to their clients. And uh, like Judd said, it's not just a workout. So... Uh, appreciate your letters. Keep them coming. We're trying to get to as many of them as we can. Don't, don't be left out if I haven't gotten to you yet. Again, my email is michael at bd1prospect.com. Keep the letters coming. and You can also check us out on bd1prospect.com. stands for Building a D1 Prospect. We're here to help you. You student-athletes, stay focused. Enjoy the game. Try to get out as much as you can, as Judd said. And uh, go out and do great things, man, and be safe.